You're listening to The Whole Testament, a podcast putting the Old and New Testaments back together. In this episode, the boys are back to bring you a wonderful main course in this entree about the inside of the tabernacle. Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's, welcome. Hi. I, I never it. know. Like, no, it's Jim, good. Jimmy Fallon says, welcome, welcome, welcome. Does he? Yeah. Don't na- steal that because then they'll no, get you I for know, copyright I laws. I know. Nate Bergazzi's like, hello, folks, and hey, bear. And, hey, bear. But, and so hey, I never bear. know how to start. Yeah. yeah, I know. So. Just, I like hey, bear. Just start. Hey, bear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could do every time? You could like, hey there, camera one. <laughs> Hey there, camera two, camera one, camera two. You could do that twice, and that would be your intro every time. I'm just saying. You could throw that out there. It's I don't know. super sweet to have you with us today. Yeah. All right. So welcome to the whole testament. Um, I'm really excited about today's episode. It's been a minute. It has been. Yep. It's for been us. a few minutes. Yeah. Yep. We haven't sat down. I mean... Everybody else is getting these every other week, but we haven't sat together <laughs> in a true. very long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's because so. we re, we a lot of folks may may not know this, but you record a bunch and then you just incrementally release yeah. them and so. all out of order. So. Yeah, so that's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's, fun it's to absolutely keep. not confusing at all. To not edit. when you're editing. Yeah, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong, Fred? <laughs> he was. I, I already. He, tried, <laughs> he almost uploaded the wrong episode. Yeah. I was like, "This is not the right episode, I Fred." I was just starting that to look. It's not at even it. edited. I know. Oh, <laughs> why is there no intro? What on this? What's um, going on? If you just sna- if you just if you just came in joining us on this one, then um, welcome. And this is an entree, which means it's the second in the series. What we try to do is do a appetizer, which is a small intro to the subject that we're talking about, more devotional style. And then the entree is where you get the meat of the discussion. Um, our website has a article on why we call it appetizer, entree, dessert. But you can look there if you need to, wholetestament.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this is an entree, so get more involved. And what we're going to do is we're, I'm excited because we're actually getting inside the tabernacle. Uh, I feel it's so overwhelming. The, the whole concept of the tabernacle is so much that we've had to break it up into a whole bunch of series. And so this is the third part of three parts. So this is like of nine, I think it's going to actually be 10 because we got to, I think we're going to do a double entree this time. Because mm, we're going to talk about I'm the hungry. yes double double Buffet. good seconds because we we're going to get into the tabernacle but we still have to talk about the high priest garments Oof. which is a whole nother entree so that we'll probably Love hit that. that one after so in a couple in the next one that releases will probably be on the high priest um, but there's so much to cover and it's been like just the outside just the idea of tabernacle then what's surrounding the tabernacle now we get to finally walk in to the tabernacle which is super exciting um, so one of the just a little just there's so many things it's hard to know the order in which to do things but um, I kind of ask these guys if they'll just look at one item in the tabernacle or a part of it, a part of it and just kind of bring their own thoughts on that. So we're going to get to that. Uh, but first, so as we're, so we're walking in together, all right? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to walk up and what we're going to see. We're going to walk up to the gate. We're walking up and there's just curtains hung and there's pillars in between the curtains. Yeesh. There's just pillars and curtains, pillars and curtains. And if you were to notice the pillars, I believe are Silver with bronze sockets. Is this right? I don't know. I didn't write it down. <gasps> That's okay. Let's look in. Um, I'm using my phone as my Bible here. And I'm just going to go to Exodus chapter 20. Have you already? 25, right? Five is have where you already, start. Have you already covered Yeah, where, where it is and the, the basics? The furniture? Or are we just doing the? We approach? haven't done any furniture or anything. Yeah. Oh wow! This is All the right. first time this we're is talking like, about it. Okay. 
Yeah, we've only covered like the the series before this series is all about like so basically twenty tribes <laughs> camping around. Yeah. So like twenty twenty three is it's the tabernacle. Mo- it's half tabernacle, the, half feast. The, yeah, the year of the tab- sacrifice. The year of the tabernacle. Yes, it is. <laughs> the whole good. year is either tabernacle or the sacrifice. It's good. Okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah. So. So real quick, our, just so I'm orienting myself as I'm thinking about it. The if we're walking in, uh-huh. the door is on is on the east side, facing west. Yes. So okay. you, you move west. Are right. we in the door or are we in the courtyard? Or, or we else? haven't even got in the courtyard we have, yet. Uh, okay. Okay. We're okay. outside. Okay. Oh, we're outside. So this is the outer yes. part. Outer outer. Yes. Haven't gotten to that gotcha. east door yet. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I have some images and I'm gonna try to put them on the screen for you guys of Super this good. to help you. Like um there's some or Yes, there you go. There you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, if our editing was good enough, it's oh, not it's because be I do like it. All crooked. It's, it's all I crooked. do all the, like this, like this yeah. one or this one. <laughs> it's right here. Seeing as I or is it up here? It's and the then we'll put, random, yeah, we'll put random. I appreciate this because now I'm going to have to keep this in and keep moving the image around. Yeah. So I'm going to really have but to learn right how to use it. Now. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> This is what happens when we don't get together. Very <laughs> I know. Often. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're not in there yet. We're not there yet. And I was looking, and you know what I want? As I'm as I'm looking to check my to make sure I am remembering correctly, because I just wanted us to talk, and so I didn't write down a whole bunch of notes because I wanted it to be kind of free flow. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's very interesting to me that when we when. When it's in the scriptures, when God says, we're going to build a tabernacle, mm-hmm. okay, you would think, so if we were to say, we're going to build, we're going to build a house, you start with the grading, then you put in the foundation, then you put up the outside walls and you put on the roof and then you put in, you know, the inside walls, then you do the floors, then you do, and then you right. put in your cabinets and then you put in your furniture. You close it in. Yeah. And so when you start with your plans on your house, you start with your your footprint, your layout of your floor plan. Right. But that's not, he doesn't start like when he says, okay, and this is the thing. I want to read this verse. Mm. Let them, this is Exodus 25, 8, and this is the whole point. Let them make me a sanctuary, mm-hmm. tabernacle, mishkan, that I may dwell in their midst. There's another verse a little bit later in in this in this as it goes over it a couple times that says, "You are to I took is God says I took you out of Egypt mm-hmm. so that I might dwell in your midst." Mm-hmm. So as we're recording this, we're coming up on the Passover holiday, which celebrates God taking us out of Egypt and. And as I was preparing for Passover, preparing for the podcast, listening to, thinking about the tabernacle, for him to say, so basically God is saying, you were slaves to Pharaoh and I took you out of there so I can dwell in your midst, Mm -hmm. which is just like, he takes us out of our sin, out of our slavery so that he can dwell in our midst, which right. is super, like, that's what God's desire is, yeah. to dwell in our midst. Yeah. So, and, the, and there's an interesting, as you're talking, I was thinking of the other, like, there's another parallel in that, um, was it Exodus 19? Moses goes up to the mountain. One man goes up, mm-hmm. and God's like, nope, I want to come down. So he comes down. So it's the whole idea of like, we don't just like send one person up into the glory. He wants to bring the glory down and dwell with us. Yeah. And so much of our church culture, I guess, you know, I hope this this doesn't offend anybody, but like the church culture is like, well, this is a pastor or a teacher. They go up, they receive the, the revelation and the glory, then they bring it down to us. And uh, I don't think that's really God's intent. God's intent is for his glory to dwell with his people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. But at the same time. Oh, no. 
only the priests could only the people couldn't go so far. Only that's true. There's only yeah. there's that's true. there's levels of holiness, and I think it's yeah. not. I think it's not. I think it's more just the closer you get, the higher the requirements are. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. good. The closer no, no, we get I'm not, to the I'm presence not of negating God, what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, that's pretty. That's intense. So, um, yeah. So back to the to the tabernacle, the footprint of the of the house. God doesn't start with the walls on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's like the last thing he builds it. He he commands it from the inside out, beginning with the ark. Mm. Yeah, the ark of the covenant, and on it is the the atonement cover or the mercy seat with right. the cherubim on it. And I, and as I've been studying this, I was I was just you know. One of my daughters was studying the cherubim, cherubim mm-hmm. um, for a thing at church. She got to draw these cherubim and design them for a thing they were using, which I think is cool because she's 11, 12. She might be 12. I don't know. <laughs> so many, I don't know. There you go. She's a pre- preteen. Yep. Anyway, um, I think she's 12. And it's pretty right. – because in relation to your yeah, daughter, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so, so I was looking up verses for her and it was, I was overwhelmed to read how many times in the scripture it says the God who is enthroned between the cherubim, Mm. like it's just, this is where he is. Cool. He's enthroned between the cherubim. So he says, I want to dwell in your midst and we're not going to build the house from the outside in. We're going to build the house from the inside out so that you understand the central, most significant, most important thing mm-hmm. is the place where I will sit, where I will dwell with my people, enthroned between the cherubim. Right. So we're going to make right. this first. Make it first, yeah. Then we're going to move out. Then we'll make the Holy of Holies. Then we'll move into the holy place. Then we'll make the tabernacle over that. Then we'll go into the courtyard and the altar. And so it goes in like a reverse order mm. when he describes it. Yeah. It's good. And even when, when he wrecks it, when Moses puts it up, it's kind of in that outward order. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's so the people can see because they won't be allowed in there. But the, if you watch it being built, you'll see what's going on there. So maybe, I wow. don't know. God does his work on the from the inside out. That'll preach, mm. Dave. Do it, do it, do mm. it. That'll preach. Yeah. God's so. doing his work from the inside out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just, yeah, it happens. So... It's when the know. eye roll of my children is like, oh, dad. Yes. Their bases will be bronze and their pillars silver. So, I was right. So, you've got on the outside, which is something to be, to pay attention to as we get, as we move toward the middle, the val- the value of the items increases. So as we come up to the curtain, you got all these curtains on the outside and they're they're held up by silver bases with bronze or silver columns with bronze bases that stand up and they have poles that connect them and the curtains hang in between. So we enter in and inside you come in and you've got a lava a bronze laver for which is like a bowl of water to wash for the mm-hmm. priest to do a ritual washing, and you also have the altar where the sacrifices will be made. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have horns on the altar. Yeah, what do you think that means? Horns. No, we're, we'll get there. Do we want to do that now? Well, like when you say horns, you mean like like a shofar horn? No, it's got like horns that kind of come off. Oh, the, like the like four corners. So horns. for a thing that we're doing at the church we go to, yep. they're doing a walkthrough and. Yeah. Um, they asked me if I would construct a tabernacle for people to walk into. And so I had to make the furniture, I had to make the table of the showbread and the altar of incense. Mm-hmm. And the altar of incense says it has horns on it. And so I, it was, it was fun. Me and the guy that works for me, Chris, we're at my shop and we're, we're reading the Bible to figure out how to build. Yeah. The table of showbread and and I just want the horns. Yeah, and yeah. I just want you to understand. I want you to know that it's really hard to do with just the Bible. Yeah, like How, what does that really look there's like? There's so many things yeah, yeah. that are left up to interpretation, and so I was googling, and some people had like 
horns like Cur- small like a cow horn horns. Or something. Yeah, yeah, small horns like that they stuck on there. Right. Um, and yeah, I was I just know. curious. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay, so the <laughs> no, no, I think it's so. Then good. you have the altar. Yeah, talk which, about all. The, I think talk about all the furniture. So you have, yeah, yeah. So we have the altar. It's um, one of the things that we discovered when my brother and I were doing a podcast together was that when Solomon built his temple, he built a platform outside the temple to sit up, and he made it the exact dimensions of the altar, uh, the of the. The bronze altar is what they call it, or the altar of the Ola, the burnt off, the altar of the burnt offering, um, which is interesting that he made it the exact same dimension. So it's five cubits by five cubits by three cubits tall. So cubit is 18 inches, so you can do the math. Approximately, it's here to here, 18 inches. I used the 18 inches when I built the articles inside. Um, Precision here at the whole testament. Yes, yes. I didn't use my cubit. Wholetestament.com. Because my cubit is a shorter than a normal cubit. Okay. Because I ground the end of my middle finger off in a vacuum cleaner (laughs) incident. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So it's... Dave's injuries on the whole testament podcast. I'm going to zoom in. It's rounded over, so it's equal. It's basically the same size as my other fingers. You did that for uniformity for other tasks. Yeah, and I used to be able to show people how different it is by this one, but now I don't have a measure (laughs) over (laughs) here. (laughs) So you can't tell, but you can see how much came off of that middle finger there. That's crazy. Um, It's a cool story, but... It's a cool story. <laughs> cubit, and then we're off the so races. So I don't have the right cubit. Uh, yeah, anyway, so you got the altar out there. Um, it has a ramp leading up to it because they're not allowed to have steps because you don't want to expose yourself right. by going up the steps. So we come up a ramp, and I don't know if the high priests were mir- or if the priests were wearing miniskirts or what. <laughs> well, <laughs> what? Is, don't no. they have like a linen to yeah. say the clo- to yeah. cover cover linen. yourself or yeah. cover your nakedness or whatever? Yeah. So there's got to be some kind of a provision made for that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so we'll probably talk more about that when we go to the sacrifices. So we're going to actually go inside the tabernacle now. So now we have a – so we so have gone is, through. This okay. is, we are through the outer courtyard. Yes. Okay. So you have a courtyard. So you have the people of Israel camped around the tabernacle. Yep. So you have all the tribes, like we've talked in previous podcasts, three yep. up here, three over here, three over here, three over here. And then the tribe of Levi completely surrounding them. Right. And they're subdivided by one family here, one family here, one family here. And then Aaron and his family are on the side, on the side toward the door. So they're on the east side. They're on the east in. side, yes. So toward they're... The, yeah. The holier family, the more designated, they also have higher responsibilities. Ask Nadab and Abihu, they'll let you know that. Yeah, if you could ask them. Yes. (laughs) If you could ask them. If you could. Uh, So they're there, and then then you have the outside walls, like a perimeter wall, and inside that is the courtyard with the bronze lava, the bronze altar, and then you go into the actual tabernacle structure, which um, has another curtain mm-hmm. that separates the tabernacle from the out, outer courtyard, and then you walk in, which is the part that we, we had to build. So you, it's only what's inside there. So what's mm-hmm. inside there is what? Do we know? It's uh, the altar of incense and the... Table of showbread uh-huh. and the menorah uh-huh. are in the, and that's called the holy place. Mm-hmm. Is the showbread the, is is that the 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 bread that you take to to to? Uh, oh, this joke is dead now. I was trying. Oh, was to trying show so you take it to a show. Yeah, take a show you for show FFA. FFA. Yeah, F4H showbread. It's the 4H bread that you grow. My my dad joke was more like. I'll cut it. My dad, my dad joke was that it's the bread that you eat in Missouri because it's the show me, show me state. Show me state. Yeah. yeah, horrible. <laughs> Please edit that out. Okay. <laughs> yes, show bread. The show bread. So the show bread is is the. Um, it's dead. 
<laughs> he can't go. I can't do it. He can't go it's there. The bread you raise for 4-H, and then mm-hmm. you take it. Right. You take it, and then and you if, give, and you let people look at it, and you can win blue ribbon. Yeah. 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 This is my yeah. show bread. <laughs> and then, didn't the show bread last for seven days and did not um, deteriorate or? Mm-hmm. And then they the would switch would, it out. And then we switch it out, and the priest would eat it. Yeah. Yep. The show bread is literally bread. Yes. Okay. It it's, is literally it's unleavened baked. bread that it's is swapped out. But it's not S H O W. It's H S H E W. Well, That's, hold that thought. We'll okay. Get to okay, that. okay. 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 We'll get to so, that. So, so what's really cool is if you remember, if you guys watch uh, those that are watching and listening, have you ever watched um, the Chosen? Uh-huh. There's a Never really seen. cool. Oh, you guys start watching. I, it, I need to. I still are you started. serious? There's I'm a cool. Serious. The one I'm thinking about is the there. They do like a little snapshot of something at the beginning of episodes, and then. Uh-huh. They, Start connecting, they switching that out. And they were talking about David oh. and how. Remember when he's making he the bread? Yeah. And he, he goes, "My men are starving," and he gave him the bread. And then that particular episode is about the uh, Sabbath and the grains and all uh-huh. that. And it was yeah. like super That's Matthew cool. Twelve. I'm telling you, man, it's really good. It's really cool. It's they do a good job of connecting the dots, it's helping amazing. you see things. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch it. I've just been burned on Christian. Christian entertainment. Well, before. and I know this is different. It it's just I'm just a slow adopter. I have let's just put it this way. I have not been disappointed. Yeah. Not at all. I have not made it through an episode without crying. Really? So there you go. Well, that's me too, but I just wanted to say I wasn't I feel like when it comes to Christian entertainment, I have to do my research <laughs> before I fully commit. Yeah, well, and I have I told you a long time ago that should be enough research. I know. I know. Okay. But even like the guy who played... Oh, sorry, this is a tangent. <laughs> we don't have to talk about this. It's all right. I okay. like to spend a lot of time cutting video. <laughs> camera one, camera two. Nope. Camera one, camera... Wait. Uh, I don't know. No, I, don't I know. did. Okay. This, was, this was one and this was two. Okay, camera, okay. so... Whatever. <laughs> yes, We're so... At the tabernacle. The showbread in yeah. there. Um, you know, an interesting thing, though... Uh, is that if you read the book of Hebrews, mm-hmm. it puts the altar of incense in the Holy of Holies. Interesting. Which is, I don't know what's going the on pr- with that. The prayers of the saints? No, or no, that's, re- no that's Revelation. Yeah, I'm thinking of Revelation. It which says is that, something to say, talk about. Say that the again? Yeah, that's, yeah, the so incense. When it goes through, it talks about it in, I don't remember, chapter... Six or eight or ten or yeah, five or four, three, two, eight, interesting. twelve. Um, when it talks about the the tabernacle, it says that inside the holy of holies is the ark of the covenant and the altar of incense. But mm-hmm. in hmm. Exodus, it says it's outside. So the holy of holies only has the ark. Of, only has the ark of the ark covenant. Of the in covenant. It. Yes. And doesn't Exodus also call it an ark of the? There's another word that it uses when it describes it. We'll have to look that up. Get back to you. It's cool, though. Yeah, well, we need to know what it is. I don't know. I haven't heard this. Ark, I want the to The Ark of the Testimony? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Which what, is... Yeah. Yeah, because the test... It's, yeah. it's what's inside okay. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's super cool. I love it. What, as in, like, the tablets? Yes. Yeah. yeah that's so the we haven't gone in there yet. Okay. So we. So then in the. So yeah, this a is couple kind of, of a things. Fly, fly, fly by. We're gonna have to break each. Are you breaking each piece of furniture down? Is that well? What we don't do have time for that. We're just gonna do. Wouldn't some we of have them. to melt it? We have to all year. Show. We have all year. <laughs> we do have <laughs> episode thirty-five. Well, talking for, about the dirt of the tabernacle. For right now, we just want people to get a mental image of what it looks like. <laughs> the dirt, which is. It'd the be holy dirt, ground. The dirt in the courtyard was probably just just blood dirt. Probably. Disgusting. Anyway, yeah. um, so inside there, yes, altar of incense, table of showbread, the menorah. A couple other things to make note is that the walls are being held up with are gold. They're not mm-hmm. curtains. So out in the courtyard, you have pillars and curtains, pillars and curtains. Pillars are silver with bronze bases. Inside the actual tabernacle structure, you have gold planks that are come down with silver sockets, like 
that connect the planks right. together, and then you have gold poles that run through five poles, and one that runs right through the middle um, that hold it up in right. space. And so right. you have these golden walls. So the only light in there is going to be the menorah light reflecting off of the right. gold walls. Um, and if you were to look up on the ceiling, the curtain. So the first curtain over that was is actually the name of it is the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. And it is gold and purple and crimson and fine twine linen with right. cherubim skillfully worked into it. So you've got the cherubim on the ceiling. Yep. And if you look straight ahead of you as you come in through the curtain that comes from the courtyard, you see the curtain that separates the holy place from the holy of holies. And on that, it's very similar. Blue, purple, scarlet, fine twined linen, and cherubim skillfully worked into it. Mm-hmm. So you have the cherubim in there. And then you, if you were to go through that in the next room is, um, it's basically, it's 10 cubits by 10 cubits is the Holy of Holies. The tabernacle is 10 cubits by 20 cubits. Okay. So it's like a rectangle and then you have a square inside there. And all that's in there is the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. With the cover over it, which mm-hmm. is a separate, it's not, it's listed almost like a separate piece of furniture. Separate piece, yeah. So you have the ark and its poles that are never to come out of the poles of the ark. Right. And then you have the cover over it, right. which has the cherubim, golden cherubim, and that's where God sits. That's where he says, I will cause my presence to dwell. Wow. And I just thought of this. So not only do the, does the value get greater the farther you go in, but the size gets smaller. It gets more confining. It does. Kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought of that. That's yeah. kind of cool. All right. And there's so just we'll, so we'll just hit some cool high some cool thoughts to think about about the inside of the tabernacle. Um, okay. So, Ke- why don't you, Kevin? You wanted to talk you about the do the, first the cover. So okay, hit. yeah. So as you were talking, the there's probably like I would say layers of like the outside. You had the you have ten. Um, structures of garments that go basically, or not garments, uh, they're like strips of cloth, right? Uh-huh. So they go, and we could show the picture, but it kind of like the squareness, they go up like this and then they go across. Well, on top of that is porpoise skins. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Talkish skins. Talkish, we, Talkish yes. skins. Okay, where so. Where are they getting flipper from? Where are, well, in the middle of the desert, that's one of the questions. So that you have the translation is very interesting there, and you're sitting there going, okay, well, what is this? But it's got to be some kind of a hard, um, weathered mm-hmm. uh, covering so that it can withstand the heat, rain, mm-hmm. you know, wind, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's on the tabernacle. And you're sitting here going, why are we covering a tabernacle in skin? And what's funny is as you study that out, then you see John in his gospel, John chapter one, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Mm -hmm. But the word dwelt that John uses in the Greek actually means tabernacled. So you have a building that has skin on it Mm -hmm. and john is saying this is a representation of who jesus is he's the very presence of god who put on skin who put on skin and travels with us so wherever he goes that's where the glory of god is tabernacled among us Mm. so i brought that i just thought that was cool i've been studying that a little bit yeah it's 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 awesome yeah (laughs) it's it's like awesome Jesus is like bigger, better, more beautiful than we than we know, and it's like God. And God that, was trying to communicate. Yeah, that. that's the thing. It's like every we're bare, we're going to scratch some of the surfaces on all of this stuff, but you know, it's really just to get your to get you who are listening and watching yeah. interest peaked, so that you'll go figure find it. Go read. You know, like in the first episode, it, or one of the first episodes on the tabernacle, it's like God says, I'm going to tell you, write down, Ezekiel, write down every detail so that people will feel convicted, right? Yeah. And so he's saying, look, how well do you know me based on the tabernacle? Because it's a picture of who God is. It's also yeah. the Jesus, it's the representation of Jesus, the Messiah. Right, 100%. And so we just, 
And then, and then in my mind, you know, we're in the spring right now as of this recording. Mm-hmm. But then as we get into the fall, um, and, and that's the time for tabernacles. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... The Feast of Tabernacles. Yeah, the Feast of Tabernacles or Sukkot yeah. is what yeah. it's sometimes called for those of you that don't know. But um, just the parallels even to that. Oh, yeah. And then you're just sitting here going, it just never ends. Some, it just feels like you're drinking from the fire hose. I don't know if we'll get to the feast this year by the time we get to the tabernacle <laughs> the, and won't. the sacrifices. Yeah. Um, maybe we should maybe we should do the feast first and then the sacrifices. Just mix it up. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I say that because like so many people are overwhelmed by the significance of the feasts and they're yeah. actually something that right. you can you can apply them to your life right, right. Yeah. so you can't build a tabernacle and go dwell in it i built it and i was <laughs> nervous about it and i'm going to make sure everybody knows this is a copy of a copy of the heavenly tabernacle and it's not yeah. real it's not tr- true to form and we're definitely not about to open the curtain that goes into the holy of holies <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. So yeah, I'm not doing 100%. it. Yeah, I've so, seen Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. Not, you know how that turns know what out. Yeah. Didn't fare no, so well no, for those guys. No. So then there was a there was one other kind of like um, so second piece. I'll just add on yeah, another yeah. piece. So I was talking about the Ark of the Covenant, right? Uh-huh. Oh, we haven't gotten so, in there yet. So, well, I know that, but I'm just saying, <laughs> okay, you're just, yeah, yeah. You're like pick something out no, and just show, show something it. interesting. Yeah. So what was interesting to me was that uh, inside the ark are three things. There's the the testament, the tab, the tablets that Moses brought down. There's uh, Aaron's staff that budded, and then there is um, a jar of the manna. And the and and inside of that, you could probably do thirty to forty five minutes. But what I thought, I was like, in just kind of a moment of contemplation and prayer and study, I was like, okay, Lord, well, why those three why those things? Three? Yeah. And this is what I got. I mean, I literally felt like the Lord impressed this on me. He goes, well, Kevin, the, the tablets are my word. The staff is my authority. And the, the bread was my provision. He goes, and they rejected all three. So that's why I covered it in blood. The blood of the atonement to cover their rejection of my authority, my word, and my provision. Hey, that's cool. And I was like, that was pretty good. I was like, okay, Lord. Now check this. Now, okay. I like it. I okay. love it. Do you love that? I love that. Okay, yeah. Right. yeah. And, and you know what makes it, it is like, if we go to Romans. Okay. okay. All right, go. Have you been in Romans chapter three? You know where I'm going with this? So you can say, I knew you were going to say that. No, I actually don't know where you're going. Okay, I mean, I'm, good. Romans, I know what Romans three in a general 10,000 foot view is. Okay, so if you follow the if you follow the the the, the, uh, uh, the most famous verse out of Romans chapter three is three twenty three. Yeah, for all have sinned and fallen short of the I glory. I knew of God. you would know that. Okay, yeah, I knew you would. It's go part there. of the Roman road, dude. It is. It's, we should do some on the Roman road. I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, so um, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. Okay. Okay. Who God put forward as a propitiation Uh by his blood. Okay. That word propitiation is mercy seat, is hilasterion in Greek. Okay. Which is the Greek word for the atonement cover? The cover. Are you serious? The cover over the ark. I did not know that, so I can't say I knew you were going there. <laughs> Good. It's the cover over the ark, dude. That's so what cool. God is saying, we've all have sinned, right, and fall short of the glory of God. Right. But but we have been justified by His grace as a gift yeah. through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, because. Christ Jesus was put forward as the mercy seat, the atonement cover. So who's above the atonement cover? Who sits enthroned above the cherubim? God. God. He sits above the cherubim and the thing that is separating him from his provision, his rule, his word, word, the things that he judges us by, the Messiah, (laughs) Jesus, the Messiah. High five. High five. High five. Slap hands. (laughs) 
Jesus the Messiah. So here's That's this crazy. image inside the most, the holy of holies place. Yep. The place where God sits enthroned is the Messiah. He sits enthroned, and he's and he's what is the the separation between. Mm-hmm. He's also it's a, it's also the curtain yep. that separates the holy from the holy of holies. In Hebrews, it says that the curtain the curtain was torn, which is his body. Yeah, I which knew. was his body. Yeah. So the thing his that flesh. separates us mm-hmm. again. The thing that and and we we have been. I have some thoughts on the tearing of the tabernacle curtain, and okay. I think maybe we we'll missed it, but I'm not going to go there. Yeah, don't, yeah that's it's fine. Not, I feel like that's a whole. It's a whole thing, and it's not fleshed out far enough. And I don't want to be a heretic so. any more than I already am. <laughs> I'm aware of that. Um, <laughs> Thinner, but. Uh, the thing is, is that we have tended to see the curtain as separation as a negative thing. Okay. But if it's his flesh, if the curtain, so when his body was torn, right? when his flesh was torn on the cross, the symbol of his flesh was torn in the tabernacle to say these two things are the same. Okay. So what is it that protect it's not a division, it's a protection. Mm. Interesting. Because when Nadab and Abihu right went on in and you yeah. guys have to look in to read into Leviticus is it, it's 9 be, or 10 or something. It's after yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um you'll see Nadab and Abihu get so excited to be in the presence of God that they get their own incense, which is that, you know, they get yeah. their own incense instead of the incense of the altar and they go in a place where they're not allowed to go yeah, and yeah. the spirit of God burns them out from the inside yeah. out. Yeah. It's like it completely consumed them in fire and they the picked holiness. up their bodies and carried them off. So it didn't consume their bodies, it consumed their, their souls wow. with the fire. And so... Yeah. To protect mm. us from the holiness of God, there is a curtain, and he which is. is the Messiah. Wow. That's cool. I have never thought of it that direction. That's neat. Very cool. All right, Fred, your turn, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, he's like, okay. He's, it's like glass and you got to okay. give us your speech. I will be grading. Let me get my notepad. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. You got it, dude. All right. So I I wanted to do the the lampstand, the golden lampstand. Uh, and maybe this is a little bit low hanging fruit, but it's still no, it it's means not low hanging fruit. It, it's it not. still means something. It's not. It still no. means something. So the question is, did it become an aha moment for you? Yes. Well, then, because because sure. okay. So yeah, I, I sure, will say, dude. I this is the like. I feel like I'm rediscovering all of this, like for the first time, like yeah. just growing up. Like we just didn't talk about the tabernacle. It was like the thing yeah. the Jews did, right? And that was then, and this is now, right? So, uh, golden lampstand. Um, you've got the the main part of it, the main the main shaft, and then there's like three the three branches right. on either side, yeah, either, yep. making seven. So mm-hmm. seven being like a complete kind of number. Mm-hmm. Um, the so, pra- the, what, so what you're saying is the number seven is, is symbolic S- for completeness. completeness. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes. And there, I think there was a practical side to this too, because obviously, if they're in this area, they need some kind of light source. Uh-huh. Right. And this was supposed. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this was lit 24 seven, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. So it's lit all the time. Um. Constant light source, but if you so thinking about that, um, if you jump into was it John John one? Yes. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Um. So. Okay, so if you just start in verse three, or sorry, verse five, sorry, verse four. <laughs> In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Light of men. The yeah. light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Right. Um, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light 
that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. Right. So even, you know, looking forward into John, the light, all that symbolic pointing to Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where my brain goes in all of this is, and it's, I mean, now like it would be called the menorah, right? Yes. Like yeah. that would be yeah. another well, name. And, uh, and yes. Yeah. Okay. It was the menorah. Yeah. Um, we would say lamp. I think sometimes lamp it says lampstand. Yeah. yeah. Gold, golden lampstand. I think was- there can be a, there can be confusion by the menorah that is lit at Hanukkah. Sure. But it has, it doesn't have seven lights. Right. It Correct. has nine. Right. Right, eight, yeah, eight yeah, lights, yeah. and then one a serving candle, and then, candle yeah. or something. Shamash, right? Shamash. I think that's how you say it. So I, I excuse you. So I was <laughs> shamash. Shamash. <laughs> now we're in trouble. Shamash. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So just the the light aspect of it, I think, mm-hmm. was interesting. Not thinking about and oh Jesus. yeah, it's going to be dark in here. It's this light's twenty four seven. There's light in the midst of mm-hmm. this dark area to illuminate yeah. and yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and the, honestly, I, it didn't occur to me till I started looking at this, like, Oh yeah, there needs to be, there would be some kind of light in there just uh-huh. cause like trying to understand the structure. Right. Right. The practical, Makes sense. Structure the practicality of, of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and with the golden walls, you know, just the, the reflection, reflection of it. Oh, that'd be yeah. cool. It'd just be lighting really up the bright. whole space. Yeah. And yeah, Man, my brain is jumping all over the place right now. Go for it. Then. So like um, book of Revelation, it says they introduce Jesus in chapter one. John sees Jesus. It says he who walks among the seven lampstands. Lamp yeah. And it's like the, they, that's like the spirit of God. I don't know exactly how John says you have to read it. Revelation one. Like but the seven spirits of God. The seven spirits of God. But that, so then it's like the menorah is not just seven within the context of like completion but it also represents the seven spirits of god but then yeah. if you flip in to the prophet isaiah chapter 11 what are the seven spirits of god and he lists them it's oh, like wow. the spirit of god wisdom counsel might wow. understanding and it's like and it connects back to the branch so as he says like he's like introducing this person as a branch and you're like, this is kind of interesting. And, don't, is it, and he's the lampstand is right, Isaiah right. 11. So it's and like, they, it's they, don't they describe the lamp as like three branches on each side yeah. inside of Exodus? Yeah. So. And it's got, and, and if you like, even man, it's just crazy because if you dig a little bit deeper, it's like uh, almonds. Yeah. Okay. So almond I saw something tulips, about that. And the almond tree is like a symbol for Israel. Is that right? Did yes. I get that right? Is well, that right? Trees are. The okay. Olive there's tree, a little bit. Of, yeah. Yeah. The olive tree. But it's the whole idea. And then like John's gospel, again, Jesus know. stands up and he says, I am the light of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's basically standing in front of a giant menorah. Yeah, on like, the, during yeah, the festival. Is yeah, it during the festival? Yeah, it's uh, Sukkot. It, yeah, I think it's Tabernacles. Sukkot, yeah, because yeah. in Tabernacles, they, they light these massive lights. Massive. And, the, and it's, it's symbolic. The rabbis say it's the light. Of God that goes, goes out, goes out into yeah. the world, and like, they say the that they God. said that they were so massive that you can see them on the hills, uh-huh. looking into like so. If Jerusalem's way over here uh-huh. in the Temple Mount, you can see them from like Bethlehem, yeah, which is where the shepherds were when the yeah. angels came. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that <laughs> anyway. Um, so as it's, as we're talking about the lampstand and the seven things, it, and when it actually talks about it, it says you shall make seven lamps for it and the lamps shall be set up so as to give light on the space in front of it. So that's the English, set up t- so as to give light on the space in front of it. But in the Hebrew, mm-hmm. um, the, the language really says the lamps are to be set up um, to go over against or across the face. Interesting. The face. So the Hebrew word is panim, the face. Okay. Face. So the lights are supposed to be set up to go over across the face, right? Okay. The face of so, what? Yes. So on the opposite side of the lampstand in the tabernacle is the table of showbread. Showbread. Okay. showbread. okay. But... The word showbread is our way of translating the bread of the presence is another language for yeah. it. 
or in Hebrew, the bread of the face, the panim, mm-hmm. the face. So the lights on the menorah are to be pointed so that they shine across over onto, across to the face, the bread right. of the face. Right. And there are 12 loaves of bread. And mm-hmm. what does 12 represent? Full council? Well, the tribes. The, the tribes. tribes. The, tribes, the yeah. 12 tribes of Israel. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. people. So the God's people. people. Yeah. So in the tabernacle, mm. you have the light of God, the light of Messiah shining across onto the people. The, his people. Yeah. Over across the people, right? And so when I was thinking about that, I was like, you know, um, it's like the blessing, the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and give you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you and give you peace. Number six. And in so doing... They will put the name of God on the people. That's what the high priest is supposed to say. He stands yeah. up and does the Spock right. thing and yeah. says yeah. this over the people. Right. That, what he's doing, is a, a representation of what is happening in the tabernacle. The presence, the light of God is shining over a cross. He says, I want to dwell in your midst. My face is turned towards you. Mm-hmm. My face is turned towards you. And again, like you said, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Mm-hmm. There's the connection. Yeah. And so here's here it is again, like what God is saying. God is saying that this is the one that just kills me. It's so like the reason why we have the tabernacle, the reason why we have to have that there is because when we were as humanity allowed to enter into the full all encompassing presence of god we chose mm-hmm. to go away mm-hmm. you're talking about adam and eve adam and eve yeah, in okay. the garden yeah, yeah, yeah. we chose we took chose the uh, the wrong tree we chose the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil and decided i want to know better i want to be like god and in my episode in the conversation with my brother, he made this huge point, which I apologize you guys haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, that's okay. But he makes this, you guys hopefully have seen it. He says, we made a choice. We have, the choice is one, mm-hmm. to drop down and be like the animals mm. and give in to our animalistic nature. Right. Stay and be what God has created us to be or elevate ourselves up to God. Mm. And so that's the choice that was given. And man said, we want to be like God. Uh, We want to elevate ourselves up. And because of that, sin entered in. And now they're removed from the garden. Right. The cherubim are placed at the garden, guarding the way with the flashing sword in between. The cherubim are placed there. And now man cannot fully enter into the presence of God. But God says, I want to be in your midst. So here he is. He's put this tabernacle as this picture. And and you know, I was thinking, like, you can't you can't search Google Earth and find those cherubim guarding <laughs> the Garden of Eden, right? right? right, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't. There's yeah. a million satellites. We can't find it, right? right? It's not there. And you know what I was thinking? Why isn't it there? It's because it's right here in the tabernacle. They're the cherubim right there guarding the way nice. back into the presence of God. Mm-hmm. They're saying, this is a protection. This is a protection for you because you can't fully come into the presence of God. But before you get to this point, I want you to understand my face, the light of Messiah is shining on you. Mm-hmm. You are my people. In our darkness, mm-hmm. he was the light and the darkness could not overcome it. Mm-hmm. Like the darkness of our lives, mm-hmm. the screw ups, the mistakes, the continual repetition of foolishness. Sure. Cannot mess that up. It's good overcome the light and so when god looks at us what does he see he sees the light of messiah the face shining on us that's what he sees and that's what the tabernacle is is saying 
I desire you. I love you. I want to be with you. I want to protect you from the fullness of my holiness. One day, though, one day there will not be a temple because the Lamb right. and the yeah, God will be the temple. Right. And we will be fully, fully redeemed, fully made new. The, the sin flesh will be removed and we'll be able to enter in again as if we were in the garden. But until then, he says, look, don't quit. Don't give up. Don't turn your back on me. Keep coming east. Quit going. Wait, keep coming west. Right. Don't go <laughs> east. Don't go east. Yeah. Yeah. Keep don't go coming west. west. Keep coming toward me. Keep coming further, closer, closer, closer into my presence. And don't give up because when I see you, I, I see the light of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I need to hear that, you know. That's easy to say, but harder to believe. Hard to believe. Because I know me. Yeah. We were, and we were talking off camera just about life and just what's going on right now. And yeah, it's good. Real good. So why don't, why don't you pray for us, Kevin? Of course. I always have to close up. I'm kidding. <laughs> Lord Jesus, we just thank you that you've provided a way. We thank you that your face is always shining in front of us, behind us, to our left and our right. That, Lord, when you look down on us, you see the reflection of your Son. And not just uh, reflection as in the the tabernacle or the, uh, the lampstand and the showbread, but you see the blood of your Son that covers the mercy seat. And it always is crying mercy on our behalf. We thank you for this awesome picture that is a representation of what's going on in the throne room where you dwell now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Woosh. listening to the whole testament we're on apple podcasts spotify and youtube so share the show with your friends and family and be sure to leave a rating and review we have swag stuff we all get the first five people that leave a comment on youtube or send an email to the whole testament at gmail.com and say i want a super sweet hat we'll see how we can get one out to you If you love the podcast and want to find out how you can help support it, visit our website at thewholetestament.com. We'll see you next time. I need to know this, though. Everyone? Everyone? Everyone?